Is New World going to be replaced by a Lord of the Rings MMO? Well, a recent announcement from Amazon Games about the Lord of the Rings MMO that is not the one that they canceled. Actually, a whole new one is entering production very soon, and it's going to be made by the same studio that brought us New World, and it has many people wondering, does this mean we're going to see New World replaced? And again, just so we're clear, there was a Lord of the Rings MMO that was canceled. This is not Lord of the Rings Online, which is already an MMO in circulation. This would be a brand new title from the exact same studio that brought us New World. We've got a lot of great information about the engine and different things that they're going to be doing, which could really benefit the game, but it could also mean attention gets drawn away from the struggling MMO of New World. And I want to put all the good information right here at the beginning. So what I do is I open up the show with a monologue, and that enables you to get all of the good information. And then I discuss it with a live audience. So make sure that you hit subscribe, hit the bell button, so you don't miss out on the content. With Lord of the Rings MMO cancelled and now a brand new one announced by Amazon Games, this is leaving some wondering, what does this mean for the future of New World? New World has continued to invest in itself. They've rebuilt, they've done elements, they've done announcements, they've even got uh, an, an alleged expansion on the horizon, and a Lord of the Rings MMO could put the games in conflict with each other, or they could each be working in tandem, both sort of benefiting from the other. So I want to look at what was announced, but I also want to look at New World and their future plans. What does it look like? Friend of the show, Ginger Prime, has a great video on this that I'm going to be pulling from, just about where New World is headed after all of its struggles. They've continued to try to put that game back up on the horse. And lastly, I do want to ask the question, will the New World MMO be hurt by a Lord of the Rings MMORPG? Could one sort of pull from the other and make it difficult to justify both games staying in existence. Many might even wonder if we've been playing a beta of New World given that it was very much not ready when it came out at launch and this could have been a great testing ground for a bigger and seemingly more important project. We're going to have to see obviously, time will tell, and some of the info about the Lord of the Rings MMO may point to at least this being partially true that they've been using New World to sort of test things out for future games and future MMO titles as Amazon Games continues to really dip their toe into the MMO world. So first, I want to take a look at the Lord of the Rings MMO announcement. What exactly do we know? So first and foremost, we really need to clarify a couple of things about this brand new game. It has nothing to do with the existing Lord of the Rings online game that's available right now. According to GameSpot.com, Standing Stone's Lord of the Rings online is still out there and getting new updates. It doesn't appear the game has plans to slow down, and in fact, there are reports that a console edition of the Lord of the Rings online is in the works. That's always the question mark. For these MMOs, is are, are they going to land on console? New World is still presently only on PC. We'll talk about their plans for console in a moment, but that's one of the things I think that really sort of stands out right now about the Lord of the Rings MMO announcement, because the Lord of the Rings online gameplay honestly reminds me a little bit of classic WoW. It doesn't really have that shine, that graphical appeal. That's one of the things I really enjoyed about New World, is it was just such a pleasant game to be in, and 
graphically it was stronger than a lot of the MMOs we've seen up to now with Evercrest, World of Warcraft, and The Elder Scrolls Online is a very beautiful game, but it didn't really have some of the photorealism and some of the more realistic effects that they tried to put in to New World. So where will we be in Middle Earth? And this is the part that I think should excite most people, okay? Well, at least Lord of the Rings fans should be excited about this. Amazon's game will be an open-world MMO adventure set in a persistent world in Middle Earth. This is from GameSpot. It will be based specifically on The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings literary trilogy, not the films or other adaptations that have come to fruition over the years. It's also not connected to or associated with Amazon The Rings of Power TV series. When I read this, I think I can speak for a lot of Lord of the Rings fans and say, you have my attention. If you're going to be basing it off of the literary works and not the movies, so we're not going to be having, you know, people look like, you know, Aragorn uh, and, and the characters from the movies that look like maybe how they're described in the books. That's pretty exciting. After reading the books, I finally got around to reading the books uh, after not being able to for a very long time because they're big and they're substantive and they're actually amazing. And after reading the books, I found many of Peter Jackson's decisions to be honestly terrible. I still enjoy the films immensely uh, and the show I actually enjoyed more than I expected to, but with how split the fans were over the show and honestly many of us that enjoyed the books looked at the movies and thought significant characters and story arcs were fundamentally ruined by Peter Jackson's vision even though he brought many of the elements of Middle Earth to life it will be good I think to have a fresh start an MMO based on the books that is not pulling from pre-existing media I think could be rather excellent this means Amazon somehow negotiated the rights to that content which is interesting in light of how little the TV show was able to use. I think they gave them a couple of pages. So that's two important things in addition, I think, to note is it's from the same dev of New World, and it will hit PC and console. That's something to really pay attention here. As we look at New World and as we look at the Lord of the Rings Online currently not being on console, that is something that holds them back to a certain degree. More from GameSpot.com. Amazon Games Orange County, the team behind New World, is leading developments on the untitled new Lord of the Rings MMO. Amazon Games isn't saying much yet about the game, only confirming it will be AAA and that it's in the early stages of production. The game is coming to PC and consoles. More details announced later. So the console launch is important when we start analyzing what's going on with New World. Okay, we're going to talk about more on that in just a minute, alright? The VP spoke about being entrusted with the world of Lord of the Rings because this is obviously pretty meaningful for anybody working on fantasy games because of where the Lord of the Rings stands in the history of fantasy. Amazon Games VP Christoph Hartman said, quote, bringing players a fresh take on the Lord of the Rings has long been an aspiration of our team and we're honored and grateful that Middle Earth Enterprise is entrusting us with this iconic world. So Middle Earth Enterprise is saying, listen, you guys can actually use the literary works. That's significant. They could do a lot with this from all the way the first page of The Hobbit all the way to the end 
of the Lord of the Rings. Now, they might opt out of including The Hobbit. Maybe that's not covered in this since it does fall under the Lord of the Rings, even though many people consider that basically the same, you know, the same story because it is, but they might not have rights to that. But if even if they only have rights to the trilogy itself, that's very exciting. Now, unless you haven't been paying attention, Amazon Games has been making a lot of moves into the MMO space. From GameSpot, this is not Amazon's first partnership with Embracer, and Amazon, as Amazon, is also collaborating with Embracer on a new Tomb Raider from Crystal Dynamics. Some of Amazon's other upcoming gaming projects include Throne and Liberty with NCSoft, Blue Protocol with Bandai Namco, and an unannounced game from Glowmade and Disruptive Games. So a couple MMOs there, in addition to New World, this would bring them to a grand total of four, maybe more, if you got New World, Throne and Liberty, Blue, Blue Protocol, and then this Lord of the Rings game. For those concerned about how the game will turn out, the director wants to put our minds at ease. When somebody is a fan of Lord of the Rings and sits down and plays this game for the first time, they have to say, this was crafted by a bunch of people who lived in this world, just like I do in my head. They get it. This comes from the director, Rich Lawrence. Now, when it comes to New World, Amazon actually believes the game will benefit from the team working on it. Okay, so... I'm encouraged by what they're saying. They want it to feel the way the books feel. The fact that they get to use the books is huge, but they're also getting to glean from a team that has learned a lot of hard lessons about how to build a successful MMO. This is going to actually come to fruition also within the engine itself. From GameSpot, quote, This game will give the studio a new opportunity to take much of what works so well in New World, revisit it with the benefits of several years' worth of technology advancements, and apply them in a way that's relevant to the Lord of the Rings. That's from Amazon. They said that. Now, as someone who always thought that New World got so many things right, okay, the sound... You know, the, the the design, the graphics, it was just such a pleasant world to be in. It was an enjoyable game to spend time in. I, I really, really hope they can leverage this engine because they have some things to say about it. While New World's Azoth engine will form the foundation of the game, the Orange County Studio plans to evolve that engine considerably to deliver something that feels distinct from New World and fitting for the world of Middle-Earth. The team has big plans for the next generation of New World's Azoth engine that will unlock exciting new possibilities for its take on Middle-Earth. So, the two takeaways here is that they want the game to be distinct from New World, and I, I think that's you know extremely important. I do think that's difficult the minute you step into fantasy, and you already have another fantasy game out there. However... New World is very much more based in real world stuff. You're fighting wolves, you're fighting bears. Now, obviously, when you get into the expeditions and things, it gets a little bit more fantasy-oriented, but it is still very much more tied to the real world, and there's a lot more creatures and things in Lord of the Rings lore that could be implemented. So it it doesn't surprise me that they want it to be distinct from New World. It's immensely important, I think, for these games to feel distinct and different from each other. But also, the other takeaway is that they want to update and evolve their engine. They certainly learned a lot of hard lessons with New World uh, in the realm of lag and cheating and hacking and exploits and people messing around with gold and selling stuff and bots. They learned a lot of big, big lessons there, and that's always detrimental to any game, especially an MMO in its early stages. It can kill the launch because listen 
first impressions can be lasting for a lot of players and if you're like me you're sort of curious what happened to the previous Lord of the Rings MMO because it did get cancelled well I think we got a pretty solid answer Amazon Games was working with Layu a Hong Kong based company on on the title and then that company Layu was purchased by Tencent Quote from GameSpot, the license holder, Middle Earth Enterprises, had a clause written into the contract that could terminate its rights deal if one of its partners got acquired. When Tencent bought Layu, Middle Earth Enterprises exercised that option and everything stopped. So that's it. It wasn't like they didn't know what they were doing or they made mistakes or they like or they, there was like a conflict with with Middle Earth Enterprises. The contract simply said, listen, if anybody we're working with gets bought out, we have a right to terminate this contract. And I think that's actually probably a pretty good clause to put in there with all of the acquisitions going on. And you've got companies like Tencent and others that just want to gobble up lots of companies that can actually lead to problems with your development. Okay. Now this opens up a whole can of worms of questions to be answered. So let's consider where new world is headed. What, what might this mean for new world as a title? Friend of the show, Ginger Prime, has a great channel called New World Central. You should check it out. He has a lot of great info directly from the devs about their future plans. He actually has correspondence with them. He, he talks with them. So definitely worth checking out what he has to say. First and most important for me and where I wanted to see the game land, he has it on good authority that New World is coming to console. In a video about the New World expansion trailer expectations that he has, because that trailer is apparently on the way, it also, his video, is about the Azoth Engine 2.0 console support. He discussed what he had heard. He knows that controller support is coming. You can actually use one of his videos to figure out how to use controller on PC if you'd like, but controller support is apparently on the way now that obviously makes sense given that they have plans to bring the game to console and he sees the azoth engine 2.0 console support and the lord of the rings mmo all kind of wrapped up together and it makes sense they can use new world to sort of update the engine create this console port they can learn a lot of great lessons and then turn around and they can apply it to the lord of the rings mmo when they're building it because it sounds to me like they want that game to be a simultaneous launch on both pc and console ginger also believes that the big new world expansion trailer will make its debut during summer game fest and that obviously begs the question will this new mmo help or hurt New World in the long run. Because if they've got this expansion, and they want to bring New World to console, and they want to add controller support, and they want to keep making this game great, where does it stand once this Lord of the Rings game hits the market? That's obviously years away, but that could also mean New World has plans to end of life. Let's consider something. After the release of Hogwarts Legacy, one of the most common things I heard was, give us a Lord of the Rings game. And they were not necessarily asking for a Lord of the Rings game like Hogwarts. It's just, when you see a popular literary work translated so well into a video game, you're going to quickly think of one of the other major titles that people want to see have that done. The Lord of the Rings. And the popularity could prove a problem for New World for a variety of reasons. The first reason would be the siphoning effect. Drainage, right? You guys have heard me make that joke from There Will Be Blood. You know, you're going to drain players. There was a measurable impact that Final Fantasy XIV had on the World of Warcraft population numbers. And it did coincide with the community being unhappy 
But if the new shiny thing that hits the market is also built better and is more robust and more holistic, it could hurt the game that's already in the market. In other words, all the knowledge and the lessons gained from New World could make the Lord of the Rings MMO a superior product. And it would be different. It would have different systems and style and story and characters, but at its core, it's still an MMO, and one that could be better than New World by the mere fact of it coming second. The second thing that could hurt New World is split bandwidth. You got the same dev team working on both of these games. You only have so many devs and engineers and testers, and I'm sure the morale surrounding a new project is likely higher than an existing one, especially one that's had so much trouble and has been out for so long. Everyone wants to work on the new game, especially if it's a Lord of the Rings game. Lord of the Rings essentially gave birth to the fantasy genre as we know it, and it's almost basically the great-great-grandfather of games like New World. It's safe to say devs working on a game like New World would jump at the chance to work on a Lord of the Rings game. And splitting up your bandwidth could lead to a downshift in substantive deliverables for the New World MMO. It's easy to put an established game on life support with patches, updates, really thinned out seasonal offerings. I'm not saying they're going to do this, but it could certainly happen. If you take into considerations and you kind of combine them, everything I'm talking about, it could very much turn into a back-the-winning-horse moment. Why keep giving bandwidth and dev time to a game that lost or a game that's old and not doing that well? Again, I'm not saying that this will happen, but it stands to reason that if the Lord of the Rings MMO becomes a smash hit, it would certainly tower over New World making it a very difficult thing for Amazon Games to justify continuing to support and push development out there for the New World franchise. Now, the good news is, the Lord of the Rings game is probably five years away minimum. I don't think you can build a game of this size and scope in less time than that. And that could mean that New World has a very bright and lengthy future. One that continues, I think, to serve quality and delivery, and also that could continue to serve the Lord of the Rings MMO when it finally arrives. All the console porting issues, controller support challenges, a a host of other elements that'll be encountered along the way, they'll simply help make the Lord of the Rings MMO a more polished and solid launch. Well, at least it should do that. We would hope that it does. At the end of the day, a Lord of the Rings MMO based on the books is fantastic news, but hesitancy and concern is warranted given New World's rocky launch and its slow decline. Even now, the game does not top over 20,000 player peaks a day, and that's quite low for an MMO. Amazon Games could very much see New World as a testing ground for their new big MMO RPG, and if they play their cards right, it could benefit the devs, the players, and both games. Let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. So everything we know about the Lord of the Rings MMO is, I think, promising. The biggest reason I'm interested is the literary rights that they are being given. Not since the movies have we really had great literary-based content. There have been games here and there. They're kind of like side stories. I don't think anything that memorable. I know people are going to bring up like Shadow of Mordor and stuff. Again, those are more side stories. They were good. I think they were well done, but not quite as memorable and honestly not quite what people want from Lord of the Rings when they think of the books. 
of all the franchises to deliver a great MMO, Lord of the Rings makes the most sense next to maybe Star Wars. Secondly, I honestly have a hard time envisioning a future where both games get equal and good support. Given the length of time it'll take to build the Lord of the Rings MMO, it could definitely line up with an end of life on New World. And honestly, that would put New World at about a seven-year run, maybe a little longer. If in five years they decide to downshift New World, and then they spend at least one or two years just keeping the games running on fumes, that would be a nine-year run, which is respectable, given the rocky launch and the fact that they continue to put stuff into the game. My conclusion is this. I've always wanted a new world game to have its No Man's Sky moment. I look at the game and I say, listen, you guys can have that moment. You can kind of come back. It's just such a great game to spend time in. I just enjoyed being in the world. I would get lost chopping down trees, to be quite honest. And I know they've already made good strides. If their continued efforts and their passion lead to a better game and an even better Lord of the Rings game, then I can't say anything negative about that. But ultimately, New World will always feel like that star student who squandered his potential. A beautiful game with great sound design and vision that seemingly just flew too close to the sun. Their debut was one platform, and they peaked with over 900,000 players, close to a million concurrent players when they launched. And sadly, it seems that will always be their biggest claim to fame. Like so many other games before it, the strong start was followed by almost complete failure and barely got back up. And that seems to have become a rehearsed narrative at this point for so many games. Let's just hope that with the Lord of the Rings MMO, history does not once again repeat itself. And that's the show open. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This is definitely a self-indulgent topic, and we're off to a smashing start. My man, Detective Seeds, coming back in, sent me a DM, had a good conversation, wanted to be like, hey man, I think we both sort of owned our part in the headbutt that happened a while ago, and I really appreciate it. A lot of people have been taking aim at me, and I just want to cover video games and have a good time, giving us 20 gifted members to kickstart the day. Thank you so much for doing that, man, and I really am interested in what you guys think about this what do you think about the potential here let's smash the like button set us on the road to 200 likes there's already over 450 people here we should easily have 200 likes thank you again to detective seeds for starting the day off with 200 i'm sorry with 20 20 gifted members very very kind that's the way to start the day the farming was lit. There was so much about New World that I really enjoyed. Are, is there something wrong on on uh, on Kick today? Oh, we have six viewers. I was like, it said we had no viewers. I was like, that can't be right. Okay, and the chats. Uh, if you guys are over there watching on Kick, chime in on chat. Let me know you're over there. Farming, dungeons, the open world, all quality content. Sorry, this is off topic. Remember, I did say there's much possibility the mid Pokemon Sky. Just saying, I thought it was potentially going to be the biggest game of the year. Oh no, yeah, I know, I know, Weez, I know. We we might have to do another video, another I was wrong video. <laughs> that might end up being an upload. That might end up being an upload. I saw that right before I went live, Weezy. I was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, anyway, let's talk Lord of the Rings. Is there a new Lord of the Rings MMO? Or are you talking about the old MMO? This is brand new. This is brand new. Let me try to make this as clear as I can. 
There's Lord of the Rings Online. That game already exists. We're not talking about that, okay? That game I, it looks like it's fine. It doesn't look very graphically impressive. Then there was a Lord of the Rings MMO that was canceled. They were working with a, a Hong Kong-based company that got bought by Tencent, and then the rights holders, Middle Earth Enterprise, they hold the rights. Their contract stated that if anybody a part of the contract got bought out, they could end the contract. So they did. All production stopped. This is a brand new game that has been agreed upon between Middle Earth Enterprises, Embracer, and Amazon Games. And this one is going to be based on the literary works of the Lord of the Rings. Not the movies, not the TV show, just the books. That's a huge win, okay? That's a huge win to get the rights to the literary works. I mean, they didn't even give the rights to the literary works to the freaking TV show. They gave them like three pages out of the Salmarillion. I mean, they didn't give them really anything, right? So this, this could be huge. This could be absolutely huge. Stop the promos and talk games. I what am I promoing? What are you talking about? Uh, the way that they set this up is, as far as I can tell, it very much is going to be gleaning from and learning from New World. Right? I knew they were going to freaking do that. You got to be kidding me. May twenty fourth. All right. Well, that's tomorrow's show. PlayStation Showcase May twenty fourth. So it's next week. Wednesday, okay, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2, 3, 4, okay, okay, that's a good time, that's perfect for us, thank you. Uh, we're gonna get spammed about that for the rest of the stream, we will cover it, we will co-stream it, please make sure everybody knows in chat, uh, please make sure everybody knows in chat, we will cover that, we will, uh, we will be co-streaming that, oh my gosh, they finally freaking announced it, everyone's like, it's cancelled! Um, uh, let's see, let's see, here, we go we will be co-streaming this um okay do me a favor though guys don't don't hide please please do not hijack my uh please do not hijack my my stream with this we can't do anything about this we've covered the showcase uh before right um We've covered the showcase before, and we'll cover it again. And there's nothing I can do to this show right now. I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't take from this show right now. We got to stay on task. We got to stay on task. People are going to be watching this past broadcast and listening to this episode, hoping for a great discussion about the Lord of the Rings MMO and New World. I think we can still have a great discussion. We'll 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 do a showcase stream tomorrow, probably. I don't know. We've already done a bunch of showcase streams, right? You know what I'm saying. Uh, hey, I have an idea. Let's promo some stuff. Um, uh, it, it, did you, are you talking about pushing the site? Because creature, it's the, 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 oh, we'll be back shortly. Oh, it says we'll be back shortly in two seconds or something. Yeah, it's not ready, apparently. Anyway, anyway. What do I want to see in the Lord of the Rings MMO? Is it going to be like Destiny? I don't think it'll be anything like Destiny. No. As far as I can tell, the Lord of the Rings MMO is very much going to glean from the New World MMORPG. Do you understand what I'm saying? If if you're if you're going to give yourself a leg up in the MMO world, if you're going to give yourself a leg up in the MMO world, what better way to do it than to have one that's already out there that you can 
test updates, patches, tweaks. You can analyze player behavior. Setting it during the Lord of the Rings worries me, TBH. It's constrained. You're limited by what the book allows. But see, I don't know if they're going to be constrained by the books or just able to use what's in the books, Eugene. Think about it. You could have an entire an entire storyline and set of abilities and, and weapons and skills just if when you go to Rivendell. You go to Rivendell and you're like, yeah, I want to be an elf and I want to be in Rivendell. And they could basically use that and the characters there and spin that up into a bunch of video game stuff. I don't think they necessarily have to be like, oh no, we can only give you abilities that are referenced in the books. So we can only... We can only give you we can only give you what's in the books. We can't go beyond what's in the books. Does that make sense? Let's talk summer game fest speculation. I'm not quite sure why some of you guys are in here acting like, oh, you can't ad lib. Listen, I run a topic based talk show. I'm not gonna hi- hijack my show because the the showcase got announced. If you don't like that and it's upsetting to you, there's probably plenty of people that are going to be talking about that right now. I have already done episodes on the showcase, so we're going to walk people that are going to be disruptive. We, we enjoy having a topic-based discussion. I'm not just some ad-lib live streamer that just goes off the cuff. If you want ad-lib live streaming, then stick around for the members-only stuff. That's what we do there. We can talk about pretty much anything. I don't think there could be a bigger MMO in my opinion, says Lawson. Except for Star Wars, they would have non-gamers buying consoles, PCs to play it because it is the Lord of the Rings. Here's the biggest challenge with that though, Lawson, right? Here's the biggest challenge with that. The actual popularity of Hogwarts Legacy was both based on the popularity of the books and the fact that it was like a really accessible, really fun, approachable game. MMOs aren't really that. Now, if there's something that I always said about New World is I was like, this is a really approachable MMO. It's sort of like a mid lane, more more casual, approachable MMO. Now, you can go hardcore in New World if you want, but you don't have to. Yo, what's good? Straight shot. Welcome back. Thanks for keeping your membership here. Um... We are going to just... There's a couple people that continue to get gifted members. We're going to make sure and just remove them uh, so they can't come back because there's a couple people I think that have gotten them that we want to make sure and replace them. So feel free to do some gifted members to replace some of the people we're getting rid of. We, We Just like every Monday I have to take the trash to the curb, sometimes I have to do that with people who somehow got a membership. As a fantasy setting, Lord of the Rings is kind of meager in terms of monster diversity compared to something like Dragonlance or Forgotten Realms. See, again, I I just, I don't know if they're going to be that limited, right? So, like, narratively, do we know the end at that point? Is the game ending with the battle at the wall? You see what I mean? I mean, let me let me pull up my show notes and see exactly how it was worded. As far as I know, it's based off of the literary works, not the movies. I think what they're trying to say is you don't have to worry about it being based off of the books. Like you're not going to have Aragorn looking like Vigo if that if that, if that makes sense. It says it will be based specifically on The Hobbit 
and the Lord of the Rings literary trilogy, not the films or other adaptations that have come to fruition over the years. It's not connected to or associated with the Rings of Power TV show. So it's based on The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings literary trilogy. Being based on that doesn't mean it's constrained to it. It would just be like, we can pull from this if we want. We can spring off of this. We can have references to Elrond and Legolas and we can have references to Durin's day or we can have references to you know Aragorn it could be in the middle it could be after it could be before it could be in the time between there's so much that you could do there this doesn't read like they're constrained it reads like yeah we can pretty much pull anything we want from here I actually think this is the most encouraging part of the announcement about a Lord of the Rings game that they're like, hey, <laughs> we don't got to base anything on the movies, the TV shows, anything that's already out there. We can use the books. That's actually a huge rights win for your writers and your and your game creators because they didn't let the TV show use, like, anything. You know what I mean? What up, Lono? I'm in the chat. Uh, I've been watching the show daily. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Counterfeit Killer. Is the correlation... So where's the correlation of Gollum to New World or Lord of the Rings? Gollum is a completely standalone title that has nothing to do with this, because as this reads, anything already in existence doesn't, this isn't based on that. A9 Asinine with four months of membership. Morning Lono and chat, an MMO based in Lord of the Rings could be really good. My only concern is what liberties they might take. It's a beloved franchise. I got news for you. I don't think they would want to burn the bridge with Middle Earth Enterprise. Like, they gave you the rights. Lono, they better have Grandpa or Aragorn or I'm going to riot. Yeah, I mean, you could go all the way to the point where, you know, Aragorn's a grandpa. <laughs> you know, a long gray beard and have him, you know, have him sort of channeling uh, Gandalf a little bit. Or Shalab uh, is the slider in Lord of the Rings. What's the name of the giant spider in Salmarillion? My kids are looking, uh, reading books right now about famous authors, and apparently J.R.R. Tolkien almost died from a spider bite, which inspired uh, the spider in the cave in, in the passage uh, where they're going up the mountain. He actually almost died. He got bit, and, he, and it could have killed him. My kids were listening to this story about him. If they went back to New World's original planned building and survival mechanics, that'd be wild for a Lord of the Rings MMORPG. Here's the thing, though. I, I, I don't think they want to do that. If In my, in my opinion, th- I'm going to give you what I think. What I think you should do, if you're going to build a Lord of the Rings MMO, bro, you can't make it super hardcore. Now, you can have hardcore things to do. You can have like upper echelon activities to do but you can't make it crazy brutal you know survival challenging oh pvp's on all the time you have to see the massive commercial appeal that this game could have it's it's sort of like when you look at hogwarts like you can turn up the difficulty in hogwarts and you can play that game and you know make it kind of tough on yourself but the reason that game appeals to people is because my wife has like 60 hours in hogwarts can't see the appeal of the Lord of the Rings as a game? What? What do you mean, Lion? What do you... Huh? What? The, the Huh? The Middle Earth? You, The great, great grandfather of fantasy 
you don't think would be appealing as a game? What's the what did what happened this morning? Did you wake up and hit your head? How could Lord of the Rings not be one of the most perfect environments for a video game? I don't they, again we're not going to be playing through the Lord of the Rings story. This is an MMO, right? I could understand your perspective if you're like, bro, I don't want to play a game where I'm like a hobbit slowly moving through the world with a ring. Now that I would understand. That's not what we're going to be playing, but this is quite literally the great, great grandfather of fantasy. You, th- th- this is why we have the reason that you have World of Warcraft is because of Tolkien. Like, the reason that you have these fantasy video games is because of the Lord of the Rings. I don't see it. <laughs> That's surprising. That's surprising for somebody to not see it. Except for Shadow of Mordor, I have not been impressed. My wife and I played one. Was it the the War of the North or something like that? And it was actually quite good. My guy would always scream, For the Dudadine! It was actually pretty good. He's a C.S. Lewis fan. <laughs> He's secretly pulling for a Narnia series. I really think Narnia would make a superior fantasy game. <laughs> the, we get in all these stupid console fights. That's the next thing we need, right? Is like literary author fights. You know, this guy's better, right? I'm going to make a Hobbit Rogue. A Hobbit Rogue game would be incredible. When you die, you start over. That's that's excellent. Shadow isn't terrible, but it also isn't a great game. I I enjoyed the story elements of the of the Mordor games. I didn't like the way it played out. The, the, people think the Nemesis system's amazing. I I it's got to be one of the I don't like using the word overrated. It's got to be one of the things that I don't I don't get why people liked it. I I just don't. I've always told you guys, I've never understood the appeal of and this is how it always played out. I would I would beat some orc and then I would be later on in the game and I'd be in the middle <clears throat> I'd be in the middle of a fight and the orc would show up and be like, "You did this to my face." And it's like, "Yeah, I did that to your face. Why are you interrupting my fight? I'm in the middle of something. I'll be with you in a moment. I'll give you another scar." It was so disrupting. I didn't like it. I thought the concept was cool. The concept of that system was cool, but the implementation I found to be very flat tire. I, I didn't, I didn't like it. I'm actually hoping for, uh, hoping for a good foundation video game after watching the show. Let me, let me explain to you what I would do. I got a little sidetracked. Ice Queen Gaming, thank you so much for being here. One month of membership in a blue badge. So here, here's the thing. If I was in charge of a Lord of the Rings MMO and I was calling the shots, I would take a lot of inspiration from what New World did right when it launched. If you give people this sort of... What what would you call it? If you give people that bottom level entrance point and they just enjoy being in the world, whether it's exploration, basic combat caves, enemies, things of that nature. You give people that low entrance point. Alright? And when you give them that low entrance point, what that does is that broadens your accessibility. What this doesn't mean is that the whole game is like that. You just have to build that low entrance point. There were people that played New World and would just fish, and they would just chop wood, and they that's all they would do. That's it. That's all they would do, and they loved it. 
Okay. Now, sadly, I think a lot of those people fell out of the game because of the PvP elements and the map control kind of turned them off. I think we have our evidence of that in the fact that they eventually removed that from the map. Like, you can't see in New World, you can't see the territories and the control unless you're playing PvP. They're, they're kind of wanting to hide that from people who aren't engaging with PvP because they found it to be such a significant turnoff. So that's what I would do. Number one, I would create that nice, nice, broad accessibility sort of entrance point. That that enables lots of people to come in and play the game. Now, I would go up from there, and you've got to create tons of depth. You have to create tons of depth in your skill trees, in your grinds, in your in your leveling, in the world, in the enemies, all of that. You have to have a massive loot table. You have to have all these different things that are there for the people who want an actual MMO. They don't want to just play through a very basic RPG. Duncan with nine months of membership. Glad to be a part of this community. Love your show opens, and I don't chat much. I just lurk, and while I play my video games, love you, Lono. Thank you so much, Duncan. If you guys haven't done so yet, hit that like button. Consider hitting subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Subscribing is totally free. If you'd like to become a member, you can become a part of the members-only content that we do every day as we debrief, and then we also end up on Friday nights hanging out with my wife. And uh, appreciate so, so much you guys taking part in all of that content. A world that is pleasant to spend time in is critical. I I think that's especially critical for a Lord of the Rings game, right? So an updated Lord of the Rings online, essentially. Well, I don't think so, Graydon. I don't think it would just be an updated Lord of the Rings online. This is a brand new game. It's a brand new project. They've got the rights from Middle-Earth Enterprise to base everything off of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings literary trilogy. It's not based on the films, not connected to the TV show, and it's from the people who make New World. So I would imagine it would be quite a bit prettier than Lord of the Rings Online. Lord of the Rings Online reminds me of classic WoW. Like It doesn't have a whole lot of that graphical panache. It doesn't have a a level of fidelity or lighting or or real world not that new world looks realistic but it looks far more photorealistic far more realistic than classic wow or lord of the rings online i actually think the graphical strength of new world was one of the things that made it very appealing Lance renewing their membership. Welcome back, Lance. And a $5 tip from Raptor. May 24th is going to be crazy. Can't wait to see it. For those of you that missed it, the PlayStation Showcase will be May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We will be. We will be co-streaming that. That's 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay? That's next week, May 24th. We don't want to hijack today's show. I, you know, I put a lot of work into the shows and the monologues and the research, and then we have a discussion. We got plenty of time between now and the 24th. I found myself saying, sometimes I want to be an NPC for a few hours between the action. To me, a good game lets me do that. I've never heard it put quite that way, but I like that. I like that, Greasy. The idea of, I just want to be an NPC. I just want to go chop down trees for an hour. Or, or mine minerals and rocks is that a members only show no it when we co-stream the showcase it will not be members only oh my gosh no 
Lolo can't catch a break. His Tears of the Kingdom stream got hijacked by the ABK deal news, and now this stream being hijacked by the PlayStation Showcase. Hey, hey, we got to roll with the punches. Uh, that that Zelda stream turned out amazing, and then I got to cover the ABK thing the next day. That 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 VOD is cruising. We're doing very well for our size. I'll take it. The more gaming news, the better. It gives us more to talk about. Lono, at this point, you should pin a message here in chat, if possible, saying you'll be covering the showcase another time so people don't come here asking about it. I appreciate the suggestion. I have found that it's better to tell people that they can come here, ask for information, and get it instead of doing it more passively. What it does is it, it well, there's a whole psychological reason I think that's a better way of doing it, but I don't want to get into that. MMORPG is a cursed genre at the moment, says Cami Games. People expect the same amount of content in new games as the ones they've been playing for years, which is just not possible. At the same time, they'll complain about the sub-cost. Here's the thing. Preacher and I were talking about this last night when we were breaking down this show and how we could talk about it. And this could be one of those rare instances where you're able to glean from another game in a very direct way, okay? Excuse me. So think about it like this. A lot of the times we look at MMOs and we forget some of what Cammy is saying. We expect everything to be ready to rock and roll, ready to go from moment one. And then we learn that it's probably going to take them a couple of years to get it right. Now, we've had this discussion up one side and down the other about live service games, about ongoing content models, about MMOs. Why can't they get it right from moment one? And I've always said it's a bit of an organic experiment. It's a bit of a social experiment. And what that means is you have to have a good enough base game built so that people like it enough to play it enough to give you feedback on the future. Do you see how difficult and tenuous that is? You have to build a game that's good enough to hook people so that they play it enough, and they play it enough to like it enough to give you that feedback. And to say, listen, change this, add this, update this, this isn't good, here's a rough edge, this isn't working right. I think that's very difficult. A great way to build a game is to base it off of one you've already built. And New World, as far as we can tell, isn't shutting down. It's going on for the foreseeable future. They have plans for an expansion. They have plans for controller support. They have plans for a New World console version. They can do all of that And all along the way, they can glean all of the things that they've learned. What went wrong with endgame? What went wrong with leveling? What went wrong with itemization and loot tables and progression and difficulty scaling and replayability? Your micro and your macro content loops. How do they work in conjunction? They can take all of that and apply that to the new game. There's no good reason I can think of that anybody should expect an effing MMO to be great on day one. By their nature, they're not ready. Isn't that part of the appeal? Well, Derek, I don't know if I would phrase it the way that you phrased it. By their nature, they're not ready. I don't think I would endorse that. I would say, by their nature, they're not done. They're not complete. Even that, I'd have to quantify and say, it's a complete product 
but it's the beginning. It's chapter one, right? It's to me, it's almost like, have you ever watched a show? And as you've watched the show, you've grown to love it and you think it's great. And then when you rewatch the show later, you're keenly aware of how not so great the pilot episode is, right? You're like, this pilot episode's not very good. Sometimes you might even say, season one's not that good. There have been a handful of TV shows where I felt that way. I'm like, man, such a great show. You love it. You get all the way to the end and your your love for the show is at its maximum. And then you rewatch it and you say, I don't know about that pilot. I don't know about episode one. I don't know about season one. It's a little shaky, right? I feel that that's kind of what an MMO and a live service game is when it comes out. It's the pilot. It's season one. It's not going to be as refined as the game in year two, three, and four. That doesn't mean that it's, oh, it's okay for it to be incomplete or trash or bad. I'm not justifying sloppy or incomplete or bad game design. Does that make sense? Yo, Nabui with a $2.30 tip says PS Showcase announced. The PlayStation Showcase is May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We will co-stream it. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure your membership's up to date. We'll likely do a debrief after we co-stream just for members. Uh, and also we'll do a debrief today. I got a, I, I got a zinger of a video about Diablo. I've got to try to book a show with Alex to talk about Diablo. Yes, I saw his video. I thought it was hilarious. The thing about MMOs is they can't be ready. The MM part of the equation can't be truly tested, says Derek. Arguably, half the game can't exist until the mass is populated. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I think what you're saying is you think that's why it's appealing, because Wheezy's like, that's not why they're appealing. I kind of think what Derek's saying is true, though. One of the appeals of an MMO is the unknown, the we're going to impact this world. We're going to shape the ecosystem, the economy, the ethos. The game itself isn't really alive yet. You know, a W for Jeff Grubadub. Yeah. Jeff Grubb said it. He said this week, you know, all those haters. <laughs> they were everybody was trying to say yesterday, "Oh, it's going to get canceled. It's going to get canceled." <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> anyway can anyone recommend a good MMO like New World says Brown Excellence a show I did love the first season I thought was dope uh, was Swamp Things on DC Universe I don't remember that one some MMOs have their largest player base when they start like Fall Guys well Fall Guys wasn't an MMO I'm not offering this as a criticism the players make the game like that actually become yo what's good Khaled Nexuish says, Social features only matter if there's a population to use it. If there's no population, then the social features fall flat. Vithar says, I can't play MMOs anymore. I started with EverQuest, but played way too much. Well, one of the theories that I've had, like, the, oh yeah, the clowns who said PlayStation won't do a showcase. Yeah, those people are hilarious. <clears throat> They're the same people who thought, you know, Redfall is good. Anyway, the way the way that I look at MMOs in their future, I've made predictions that 
the super hardcore MMO is sort of going the way of the dodo. You you have to land more in the mid lane, and here's why. The average age of gamers is 28 and up. The biggest chunk of gamers is between the ages of like 28 and 45 or something like that. Let's just say between mid-20s to 50. That's that's your biggest chunk of gamers. Those are the people who grew up playing Nintendo. They cut their teeth on EverQuest. They cut their teeth on, you know, World of Warcraft. Those are, the, you know, those are the those are the games that really defined where they gravitate, right? Now, those people are now at a point in life where they can't play like that. They can't play for seven or eight or nine hours a day and pull all-nighters and slam a Red Bull and, and, and go work a double at Mickey D's, right? They, they, have, they have different responsibilities now, right? Now there may be a manager. Now they maybe have a different type of job, one that's more demanding. They've got kids. They've got college classes to get to. They can't play games the way that they used to. There's been a generational shift. So all those gamers that clamored around EverQuest, all those gamers that clamored around World of Warcraft, they're all getting older. And it's a lot harder for them to play games like that. I think more and more people are looking for a game as hobby, not a game as my life. It's not a game as their job. It's a game as a hobby. And people played EverQuest and people played World of Warcraft like it was their job. Now, there are still people that do that. Okay, there are still people that do that. But I generally think the bulk of the player bases out there can't keep up with those player habits. This is one of the reasons I've been very critical of Diablo 4. I believe that game is going to fundamentally lose portions, big portions of their player base. I think Blue Protocol Blue Protocol is going to be a promising MMO. Yeah, as long as they don't do gotcha. As long as they don't do all that gotcha crap. Playing the heck out of an MMO during the first week or month before the game gets the unavoidable updates and fixes, that's got to be cool. Uh, what they played then can never be played again ever, says Derek. Yeah, it's the land rush. Everybody's rushing. Let's just get through it and see what it's like. There are a lot of MMOs out there, but to your point, most don't hook people. That's why the big five who have seen the most commercial success and have longevity. I feel like those big five, haven't they made things more approachable? Have not they made things more approachable over time? We need a video update on Skull and Bones. What What is there to say? <laughs> what is there to say? Listen, listen. Is Skull and Bones going to somehow come out and be good? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Do we know how Amazon Games is split? Will the majority of the people who made New World work on this MMO or will it be a different group? It's the same developer. According to this report, according to this report, Amazon Games County, I'm sorry, I misread that. Amazon Games Orange County, the team behind New World is leading development on the untitled new Lord of the Rings MMO. That's from GameSpot.com. Amazon Games Orange County, the team behind New World is leading development on the untitled new Lord of the Rings MMO. What this means is, as I ended my opening monologue, This could be the baton pass. Think about it. If this game takes four or five years to build, if it takes four or five years to build, in four or five years, I could see them end of life in New World and handing things off to Lord of the Rings. 
you honestly think both games can survive? Like, if this is a smash hit, it has the commercial potential to be a smash hit, don't you think that would hurt New World? New World already doesn't have impressive numbers. It's it's hitting less than 20,000 player peaks. Amazon out here buying whole counties. <laughs> Amazon County. <laughs> Amazon's like, Microsoft wants to buy Activision Blizzard. I tell you what, let's just buy California. <laughs> we'll just buy... We're going to own the state and all the businesses inside of it. I got into Destiny way too hard. I can't do that anymore. I'm a single player mode now. Oh, man. Isn't that funny how that happens? You get older and you're like, bro, just give me a good single player game to chill with. I was playing some Tears of the Kingdom last night. Just love it. Love it. So good. So good. I'm never going to finish that game. I can't game enough. Yeah, Dan... Dan, I saw your comment. I saw your comment. You said that you really, really liked my my X-Men shirt, right? And you're like, it really, really makes me want an, an X-Men uh, game, an X-Men, like, MMO. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually think an X-Men game... I, uh, I think it'd be really, really tough to be... MMO. It could be an MMO light game. I picture it being more live service. More live service. Like you you start as a student at the at 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 St. Xavier's School for the Gifted. You go there, right? Isn't that what they call it? Xavier No, not St. Xavier. (laughs) There's a school locally here called anyway. St. Xavier. All this it's a very it's a very, very different school, you know, all of a sudden. It's very Catholic. Anyway, you, you would start at Xavier's School for the Gifted, and you'd sort of pick the type of mutant that you want to be, and you'd have to level and do all these great things, and then you'd get stronger. You'd go out with people. You suddenly would be an X-Men. You'd be stronger. You'd go out on missions with, like, a small fire team. I don't know if you could do, like, a true open-world MMO. Yo, a VIP from Everest. Thank you so much for doing a VIP. At the end of every week, I do an unfiltered VIP debrief on the week. It gets spicy. It's a little dramatic. My producer joins me. So don't uh, don't forget. Don't forget to upgrade to VIP. It's very easy. Use the upgrade command in chat. It's, it's literally five more bucks. Too much Jesus school for Lono. Yeah. There is a massive value in games you play through and maybe beat just a few times and then put away to maybe pick up again years later for a nostalgia boost. Yeah, it's definitely nice to have like this just like single player games to enjoy. There's a school in Ohio called St. Xavier. Yeah, we have a school here called that. They call it St. X for short. And I just, because of all the graduations that have been happening, all the parents have St. Xavier uh, little, little, um, they're like yard signs for their seniors. So I've been seeing all these St. Xavier yard signs. So it just got baked into my brain. And I was like, yeah, St. Xavier. <laughs> it's a very different X-Men game. Guys, if you just got here, I'll give you a recap. We're about one hour into the stream. Do me a favor. Smash the like button. Let's get 300 likes. Hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Consider gifting some members or becoming a member yourself. Don't sit on the fence and wait for a gifted member. Become a member all on your own. 
Uh, and yes, yes, before I do my recap, guys, we are well aware that the PlayStation Showcase has been announced. I We literally are live on the internet. There's, it'd be hard for us to not know that. We will be co-streaming that May 24th, 1 p.m. Pacific. So write it down. Be here. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit the bell button so you don't miss. Make sure you're in the Discord. If you're a member, there will likely be a members-only debrief afterward. You know, it's a little late in the day, so we'll see how that goes. But we will be co-streaming it. We're we're all excited. I'm excited that you're excited. But I can't hijack a show. What what are we going to say other than that we have a date and time? Okay? That is members only. No, not right now, Robert. It's just we have so many members that it looks that way. The Zedrick's in chat. He's talking and he's not a member. Astro Candy renewed 20 months and it's a VIP. Okay, let me give you a recap. So Amazon Games has formally announced they'll be working on a Lord of the Rings MMO. First and foremost, this is not Lord of the Rings Online, a game that is already in existence. It also is not the previously announced Lord of the Rings MMO. That was canceled because they were working the Middle Earth Enterprise. I believe that's their name. Middle Earth Enterprise was working with a company that was based in Hong Kong and they got bought by Tencent and when that happened that ended the contract they basically had it built into the contract that if anybody uh, Middle Earth Enterprises plural Middle Earth Enterprises had it baked into the contract that if anybody attached to the contract got bought out they would terminate it so that Lord of the Rings MMO never got into production right and the Lord of the Rings Online is a completely separate thing. This will be built by Amazon Games Orange County, the same team behind New World, and we're kind of discussing, and I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think that they let these games coexist? Or can they coexist? Because I outlined a number of problems that could happen If you're basically saying, oh, we're going to have two MMOs out there from the same team, mind you. The first thing I talked about was player siphoning. Drainage. You know, you're going to you're going to drain players from New World over to the newest, hottest thing, especially that late in New World's life cycle. It'd be really easy for people to say, yeah, I've played and seen enough New World, you know. Similar thing happened when World of Warcraft wasn't in a good spot with the community. Final Fantasy XIV starts banging on all cylinders, and there was a major player exodus over to Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Honestly, no. Are you saying no to player siphoning and drainage, or are you saying no to you don't think they can coexist? No way you can have both New World and Lord of the Rings MMO. Okay, so you're tracking with my logic, Wheeze. If Lord of the Rings really takes off, why keep New World? You're tracking with my show opener. My show opening monologue, I talked about player siphoning. Then I talked about split bandwidth. If you're if you're splitting the bandwidth between New World and Lord of the Rings, everybody's going to want to work on Lord of the Rings. Not only that, if Lord of the Rings is banging and it's hot and it's doing well and your market research and your sales projections and your player base numbers are looking like they're going to be through the dadgum stratosphere... You're going to bring a lot of people over and say, we need your help. We, 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 don't, we don't want you working on New World anymore. Okay? 
the other thing that this would lead to is, as I said in the beginning monologue, a back-the-winning-horse moment. You're going to back the winning horse. You're going to back the game that's paying the bills, that's taken off, and that's and that's doing well. You're not going to want to just keep... Like, think about how long this game's going to take to build. Let's say it takes four years. That's really fast, especially considering it's going to be built within an environment of split bandwidth. They're going to build this game at Amazon Games Orange County, which maybe they could, you know, subcontract and help and have people come in and help or whatever. But it's already an environment of, of split bandwidth. But let's just say four years. Let's just be generous. So in four years, the Lord of the Rings MMORPG releases, and that's 2027. Okay. That's like eight years, right? Hang on. New World MMO release. When did it release? No, I'm sorry, not eight years. That's six years. Six years after. And that's super generous. 2027 super generous. I think Wheezy's right. I think 2028 is the earliest we would see this game. That's five years from now. So at 2028, that's seven years into New World's life cycle. That's a really long run. I even said that at that point, you could let New World run on fumes and just give it seasonal updates, patches, small things, put it to live support. If you let it run for two more years after that, that's a nine-year run. That's a respectable run for an MMO. You just fell short of a decade. That I, I would imagine that these games don't coexist. I would imagine that when this game lands... That's sort of the beginning of the end of New World. It would be a downshift. It would be like, okay, we got a live team supporting New World. They would still do their live events, their seasonal stuff. They'd still have all that stuff happening in the game with regularity. But over time, you would see less and less content hitting New World. And those people would be getting funneled over to the Lord of the Rings MMO. I think they start winding down two years later and end all future development uh, in 2031 or so. Yeah, you know, you celebrate 10 years. It'd be really hard not to want to celebrate 10 years of New World, right, if they make it that far. Galliant says they promised 10 years. I mean, sure. And as long as they keep the servers up and as long as there's live events happening... As long as there's stuff for you to do, then I would say they made good on that promise. Guys, if you're enjoying the show this morning, make sure you're doing that thing, all right? Don't edge the likes. Push them over to 300. Sorry to interrupt, but what, can we order more coffee? I actually don't know the status of that right now. We ironed out a bunch of stuff last night. Should be ready to go. I was thinking today, um, as these things typically go, technology and websites are frustratingly stupid sometimes like you think yeah we're good to go and they're like no you're not (laughs) so we've encountered a handful of snags which last night something went really smooth and we were like no way it was that smooth like something actually worked as it was intended and we immediately got skeptical we're like that nothing like this ever goes this smooth (laughs) give me a few minutes okay okay yeah, Creature's been working tirelessly on it. So it's it was and he didn't get to do as much over the weekend that he was planning on because it was Mother's Day. So he had he had some of his uh his production time, you know, uh for good reason, he had some of his production time taken away. 
I like New World as a concept, says Wheezy, but despite what Ginger thinks, that game is very much not continued success. <clears throat> it had very good initial interest, but ten to 15,000 players on average is pretty much tiny, says Wheezy. Yeah, I mentioned that in the show, but I said, listen, anybody who looks at the, the Lord of the Rings MMO and is sort of hesitant, they're like, I don't know, it's not, it's not without cause. You have cause to be concerned. Like, New World can't even get over 20,000 players right now. I mean, that's, that's not really what you want to see for an MMO. I mean, it, there, there are games that rival it that aren't even MMOs with, with player count. Like, um, let's just look. Let's just look at some single-player games for some perspective, okay? I mean, there, in the last 24 hours, there was 2,000 concurrent players playing God of War 2018. Like, and, and, you're, and you're at, you know, you're at 11,000. So you only have about five times more people playing your MMO than we're playing God of War. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? That's not the contrast you want to see. Like right now there's 12,000 people playing New World. 12,000. So six times more than a single player game. Those are Sea of Thieves numbers. Yeah, if you think about it, those are Sea of Thieves numbers. Quite, quite literally. We've gotten a lot of followers this morning on uh, on Kick. Thank you so much for everybody who followed and uh, has been hanging out. I guess Square did keep Final Fantasy XI going after Final Fantasy XIV came out. Yeah, but even then, there's a downturn. There's a downturn in support, is there not? You know, you're you're not gonna keep you're not gonna keep things at the fever pitch, man. Come on, YouTube. I can tell things are not working properly today. If you guys are having to refresh, I apologize. That is a hundred percent not me. I'm not having any issues on my end. So if you're getting buffering and having to refresh, that's a YouTube thing. They there was some stuff going on yesterday too. I think they're trying to push out another UI update. Yeah, right now there's 11,000 people playing Sea of Thieves. So I mean, New World's pulling pulling Sea of Thieves numbers, bro. You know? It's pulling Sea of Thieves numbers. Could go either way. Okay. That's that I wouldn't I wouldn't call that a roaring endorsement for your MMO. A real addict would have ordered new bags the moment they dropped. I doubt your Dark Rose fandom now, fake fan, says Eugene. Background play is being stupid. Okay. Chrono Odyssey is hyping the MMO world. I wonder if it impacted Amazon too. I mean, I don't think so. This was likely long in debate, Rye, because if you look at the history of what happened with the Lord of the Rings MMO, they wanted to do it. They, they, you know, they, they wanted to bring it to market. And if you look at the history of it, they, they basically had to cancel the previous one. And that was because they had a, they had a contract with a, a Hong Kong based company that got bought by Tencent and the contract allowed them to terminate the contract if, in fact, one of the participants was purchased. You are right. I brought shame to my clan. That's right. Titanfall 2, Battlefield 1 have similar numbers. Those are like five-year-old FPS shooters. Well, and that's the thing. If, 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 you're, going, if you're going to expect a, an MMO to last, buddy, you can't be pulling those kind of numbers. Because what are you going to do if everybody comes piling back in? What are you going to do? 
everybody comes piling back into your game they they peaked at like 900,000 players and now they're down to like the 12,000s I still get ticked every time we go to members and background play just doesn't work I really hope they're trying to cook up a fix to that that's just so weird that you have people paying for premium and paying for uh, and they're not just paying for premium they're paying for a membership and then you got a foundational feature just not working you know it's like come on Just out of curiosity, what killed New World? Lack of content updates. New World New World gameplay hurt itself from both ends. At one level, the mid to late game leveling was terrible. The end game content was not thoughtful. It wasn't built well. It The structure was terrible. So your hardcore players got to the end game and didn't like it. Now, if your hardcore players got to the end game of New World and they didn't like the PvE, then they went to PvP, and it was arguably worse. Exploits, cheats, all sorts of balance problems, okay? So that's your hardcore player pool that was pretty dissatisfied with New World during its, during its like, launch month, okay? Now... Now let's look at the more mid lane players. Okay. You have more mid lane players and then you have more casual players. It was great for them until it wasn't. All of a sudden they realized that PvP affected the game. PvP was the most effective way to grind. PvP changed the map. PvP changed the prices of things. And the economy was in a shambles because of what all of the exploiters and hardcore players had been doing. So at both ends of the player spectrum, the game became very unappealing at about the three-week mark for the hardcore players. And at about the six-week mark, it became really unappealing for casuals. Because the only people that were left were like PvPing and the ground war, the territory war stuff just turned a lot of people off. Okay. So you lost you lost interest in both of your player funnels. Those are your those are your two main player funnels, right? Like your mid lane casual your mid lane to casuals are kind of in their own funnel. And then you got a funnel of the hardcore players. And the game annoyed both of them. Now, overall overall they started to curb down some of the things that I I actually said was going to be a problem. Yes, we know when the PlayStation Showcase is. We appreciate people trying to tell us. We, we know. Thank you. We're going to co-stream it next week. Make sure you're here. New World is not doing fine. Those numbers are not fine, says Wheezy. Those numbers are minuscule. It is a very dedicated, passionate player base. It still isn't doing fine. Ten to 15,000 daily for an MMO is not fine. Yeah, I tend to agree with Wheezy, Solemn. I, I don't think you can say that the game is fine. Like, compare it to, like, seriously, just compare it to Destiny 2. A non-MMO, an action, a light MMO, an action MMO, a very light MMO. It's not even comparable. New World's pulling Sea of Thieves numbers. Yeah, guys, like, try and at the people that come in uh, and do that. A lot of people are coming in and say it. Just do your best to at them. It's a $40 non-subscription MMO. Okay. Destiny's a free-to-play non-subscription action MMO, and it pulls more players. What? What's... Compared to ESO? Um... 
Elder Scrolls Online Steam charts. Now, online Steam charts for for Elden Elder Scrolls Online is not going to tell the whole picture because they're everywhere. Currently, fifteen thousand in the last twenty four hours, they peaked at nineteen thousand. That's just Steam, though. ESO has also been out for nine years instead of two. Very little, little different, little different in comparison. It's a nine year old game pulling more players than a two year old game. Listen, I'm not here to bash New World. I'm not here to claim the end of New World. I actually think New World has a lot going for it. I actually think New World is going to largely benefit the quality of the Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, for whatever reason, over here on Kick, I'm having to refresh to see what you guys are saying. Uh, I also think the game was soulless. Uh, I contacted with nothing in the world story. Oh, connected with no nothing in the story. Uh, the world story wise. Remember that only Steam see if these numbers. Sure, that's only the Steam numbers. But again, still, if 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 that's what you're pulling, think about what Sea of Thieves is, Paul. I don't think you're understanding. You might not be understanding the comparison. Think about what Sea of Thieves is, and Sea of Thieves is rivaling New World numbers. Think about it. And New World's, and, and I'm sorry, Sea of Thieves is on multiple platforms. And even then, it's rivaling New World numbers. You can say that New World's not doing fine, and that it's still a good game. I, fun, I actually think you can argue that New World is a good game. I do. I think you can argue that it's a good game. They got a lot right, and they're passionate, and they're committed, and they've made really good updates, and I think all of that is going to make the Lord of the Rings MMO an even better game. By the sheer fact that the, that the, that the Lord of the Rings game is coming second, it'll be better. They'll be able to glean so much from what went wrong with the New World game. Never get hooked on ESO as much as I love the franchise. I liked it when I played it, I just don't have time. I don't have time for all these games that are coming out, man. There's too many games. There's way too many games. It's hard to keep up with all of them. It's an endless, it's an endless torrent of, of games and, and MMOs and launches. Just for reference, what is the biggest game on Steam right now? It'd be CSGO. Their Steam charts are always, are, are always bonkers. CSGO currently has 1.6 million people playing it. In the last 24 hours, 1.7 million. Their all-time peak is 1.8 million. And in the last 24 hours, they were almost at that peak. The all-time peak is 1.8 million. And in the last 24 hours, they hit 1.7. They were 100,000 players away from passing their all-time peak just in the last 24 hours. I don't know what the frick they did in the last 30 days, but they've had a a big surge. They've had a big surge in the last uh, 30 days. The the May 6th, I don't follow that game, but on May 6th, they had an enormous bump. They had a very, very significant bump. Uh, That 1.8 actually happened on May 6th. DSGO set their all-time player peak record literally... 11 days ago. After all this time. After all this time. CSGO 2 is coming out. Yeah. That's an absurd number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leviathan status. 
CSGO is a Leviathan. It's 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 in its own category of popularity. You if you there there can be a point of what would we call that? Like would you call that a polarity point? There could be a point where you compare two things that it becomes pointless to compare them. Does that make sense? It would be like comparing McDonald's annual revenue to the burger shop down the road. They have one shop. You know what I'm saying? Like when you compare things to CSGO as far as player base numbers and popularity, it's difficult to find other games that even come close to rivaling it as far as popularity, daily engagement. Derek says, that's what I'm saying. Er- that's what I was saying earlier. New World during those first few weeks as a game experience, it only existed then. It cannot be repeated and it only happened because of the organic behavior of the players. Right. I understood what you were saying, Derek. You were basically saying that initial break the seal land rush in an MMO is intoxicating. It's you can never go back to that moment ever. You can't. It's fresh. This is one of the reasons why early on in my feedback to New World, I said it'd be really great to have servers that you do a fresh start in. Because that early fresh start experience where the land is naked and no one's touched it yet, that's just such a fun time. What would it take for you to play New World again, says Paul, because I can't see myself ever playing it again. I tell you what it would take. In order for me to jump back into New World gameplay, it would take more than an expansion. It would take an overhaul of player onboarding. I need to know that I can come back and day one have a great time and feel like I can hit the ground running. If you can't do that, I'm, I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back. I, I don't do research projects anymore. I was in college longer than I ever wanted to be. I was in post-grad, shorter, but still, right? When you have a bachelor's and a master's, the last thing you want to do is more research, okay? I didn't even, I didn't, that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to do a PhD. So I don't want to go back in the new world if I feel like I have to do a research project and figure out how in the frick all the stuff works. You have to come up with player onboarding. New and returning player onboarding has to be immaculate. The challenge there would be, what's the incentive for them to do it? Did the developers feel a strong enough and a compelling incentive to say, oh, returning players who fell out of love with the game and players who have never played our game before, let's create an entire onboarding system to get them back in here acclimated and having a good time. I think that that, I think it'd be doubtful that they would do it. They would do it to an extent, but not to the, to the degree that I would want to see. That's what I meant about the game literally not being finished, because the opening is inherently unknowable. I may have come off as negative, but I'm saying this with praise. Yeah, when you said unfinished, within the, within the general gamer colloquialisms of this game is not finished, it sounded like you were saying, isn't that the appeal, playing a game that's not finished? And what you meant was... This is this is this is the this is the canvas. The players finish the painting to a certain degree. You weren't you weren't arguing that like it's unfinished like Cyberpunk was unfinished or 
I would even argue Jedi Survivors unfinished. I am freaking livid. Livid that they haven't fixed the issues yet. Why'd you launch the game? Like, I... <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. So angry about that. It's like, I can't play it. Where is patch number five? When are you going to fix all these problems? Like, I, I'm not going to play a stuttering, screen-tearing mess on my PlayStation 5. Funny enough, I'm, I'm, I'm having a better time playing a 30 FPS game. <laughs> of, all of, the, of all of the strange things that happen in the universe... If you would have told me, yeah, when Tears of the Kingdom comes out, you're going to play that more than Jedi Survivor, I'd have been like, huh? (laughs) The heck I will. Here we are. How do you feel about the DC MMO? That's been going on for a while. I've never touched it, Snoop. I don't have time for MMOs. I'm not really an MMO guy. And that's why I felt... If you guys remember in my earlier coverage of New World... Something that I kept saying was, man, I'm not an MMO guy, but this game's doing something right. It's doing something special. And do you remember, funny enough, when you look at that, what's that game? Chrono Odyssey? Is that what it's called? If you look at the new MMOs coming out, Blue Protocol, and I believe it's Chrono Odyssey. If you look at those games... They're right in line with what I kind of predicted would happen in 2021. If you go back to my early New World coverage, I said, I think the future of MMOs is going to be more mid-lane accessible, more approachable, more action-oriented MMOs. They're going to lean into the more moment-to-moment action-style combat. They're going to get away from tab targeting and the and the non-impactful stuff where you're not really hitting the enemy, you're doing an animation and then a number pops up, right? There's no immersive contact point with every swing. It's just like you're just sort of doing it and hoping for a good number, okay? I said, we're going to leave that era behind. The future is going to be full of MMOs that are more action-oriented, more approachable, more mid-lane. And as far as I can tell... That's coming true. The concern would be, though, those types of MMOs are the ones that are ripe for the picking with bad monetization and gotcha. That's the biggest concern that I have. When I look at Blue Protocol, or when I look at, what's it called? Is it Chrono Odyssey? You guys are, uh, you guys are slacking in your confirmations today. Yeah, I got it right. Chrono Odyssey. This is why I'm always hesitant when we predict the future with certainty, because things like Buggy Survivor uh, and Orgasmic Tears of the Kingdom happen. I tried to tell you Zelda would be amazing. Well, you weren't telling me anything I didn't already know. If, if anybody thinks they were educating me on how good Zelda would be, you, you, you don't understand who you're talking to. Like, I loved Breath of the Wild. I'm on record saying it was one of the best open world games I've ever played up until Elden Ring. I didn't have doubts that Zelda would be good. I just assumed the 30 FPS would be enough to turn me off. And in addition to that, I assumed I would be preferring Jedi Survivor. I was like, Jedi Survivor, I love Fallen Order. I love melee-based combat. I really, really wanted to see what they did with the story. And it was a next-gen-only release, so I thought, surely that's going to get more of my attention. 
I'm telling you, Chrono Odyssey, that game is suspect. Any Korean MMO we should be a little suspicious of, Wheezy, but what gives me hope is Lost Ark. They westernized Lost Ark enough, they shaved down the edge of the of the monetization in Lost Ark. They did that enough that I, I if I liked Lost Ark enough, I'd feel totally fine playing it. I didn't try to tell him it would be amazing. I told him it would compete for highest selling game of the year. Yep, and I and I I looks like I'm going to be 100% wrong about that. End of the year, once once Hogwarts is on every platform, we can add up the numbers and I don't think I I think Hogwarts is getting unseated, which seems unfathomable. It just it just seems impossible. <laughs> one one platform. One! It's one platform! And you're competing with Harry Potter? Jiminy Christmas! If you look at Chrono Odyssey development history and the studio behind it, you would not be saying the same thing. Well, there's there's another reason to be worried, Wheezy, in the West especially. It's Genshin. Like, Genshin came over here and the West embraced it. And that's worrying because, the, you know, the, the, the devs behind Chrono Odyssey could be saying the same thing. Never bet against Zelda? Yeah, apparently never bet against Nintendo and never bet against Zelda. I, I made a tactical error. I just, I looked at Hogwarts, I looked at Global Appeal, I looked at multiple platforms, and I thought there's just no way. Now, the staggered release date might have hurt Hogwarts more than helped it. I thought it was going to help them. Oh, you're going to get to have multiple releases. Well, the momentum's not there anymore. There was all that momentum for Hogwarts not there anymore. So it didn't, it, it, it's gotten uh, really, really good reception on the old gen, but we're not seeing, we're not seeing the strong commercial response that we saw uh, initially. We're not seeing it. It's Nintendo doing Nintendo things and us failing to understand that. For sure. For sure. It's Nintendo. Come on now. Hey, man. I made a mistake. Let's bring things back to topic at hand. We got, we, we, we're, we're off. We, you, guys, you guys got me. We, we, we got an hour and a half in. We, we stayed the course. We, we, I don't like being this off topic in a Lord of the Rings New World stream. We, did, we were just talking New World, which is good. We haven't gotten too far off of, uh, off course here. Okay. I'm curious what you guys think about the expansion. So a New World expansion announcement trailer is supposedly, well not supposedly, Ginger Prime predicted that it would be at Summer Game Fest. You guys asked me, Paul asked me, what would it take for me to come back to New World? I want to know what your answer to that question is. What would it take to come back to New World? What would it take? Because obviously, I I mentioned new player and returning player onboarding. Like, you've got to let me kind of come back into the game and get my footing and know what in the world's going on. What would it take for you to come back to the game? Because for a lot of people, it has been a while since since the... uh, it has been a while since the game came out. 
for what it's worth, tab targeting was destined to die because we didn't have technology back in those days. For sure. And at the time, I always told people that. I said, the main reason you're going to leave behind tab targeting is tab targeting was not something that developed from, you know, player desire or really good, you know, really good game design principles. It was technological limitations. That's why tab targeting existed. It was the easiest way for it was the easiest way for them to have client to server, you know, damage output, damage reception communication because you got to send all that to the server and then it's got to come all the way back you know that's the easiest way to do it you couldn't have moment to moment combat back then it just didn't work internet internet infrastructure probably didn't support it the servers probably couldn't support it and the game engines probably couldn't support it either I would not put it past Nintendo to get us all to buy consoles for our cats dogs horses and goldfish (laughs) (laughs) I never bought it at launch, says Wheezy, because I like to wait and see how people fell feel after the new car smell goes away. And after the player base fell off a cliff, that was all I needed to stay away. I enjoy New World, says Von Raz. I don't play every day or anything like that, but every time I log back on, there are new mechanics and story beats. From my point of view, it's getting better every patch. Do you want to know what else would bring me back to New World? And I'm curious if this would be enough to bring some of you back. Put it on console. If you put it on console and I can play with my controller and it's got controller support, not something where I had to like go watch Ginger's video and do all these settings changes and adjustments. I don't want to do all that. Give me a UI and a menu system. Give me all those things built for console and built from controller. That would also probably bring me back. Is, is New World console. New World controller support would be one, and then New World coming to console would be the next. I just typed that, says Victor. For me, maybe if and when it comes to console and the player base numbers increase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Victor. Beat me to it. Right. And that would help the player numbers increase. You'd have a whole new swath of people to be like, let me check out that New World game. You know? I've not played it. That's a whole entire demographic that hasn't touched the game yet. With the new engine revamp, they say it can come to console. According to Ginger Prime, that's the plan. According to Ginger Prime, the plan for New World is to bring it to console. And apparently the update to the Azoth engine and bringing it to console and adding controller support will play a role in the Lord of the Rings MMO doing essentially the same thing when it launches. It's going to launch. The, the the Lord of the Rings MMO is allegedly launching. Well, not allegedly. They said it in their announcement. It's launching on both PC and console. It's launching on both. So it's not, it's not going to be just this PC release like we got with New World. I remember a lot of people saying New World needs to be on PC. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Need needs to not just be on PC. It needs to be on console. There were a lot of people that thought that uh, in the early days. Like, why would you not? Why would you not put it in both places? You think they will include last gen? Oh, that's unlikely. No, I don't think so. I, if you look at New World right now and how it runs and some of the challenges they've had and how big it is and, and what they strive for with graphics, no, this will not be on old gen. This would be next gen only. Same would go for the Lord of the Rings MMO as well. Possible Monkey Wrench. The Riot MMO might knock some newer MMOs off balance 
once it enters the ring. Do we even have a timeline for that, though, Nexuous? I don't know if we do. I, I don't know if we have a timeline for that. Guys, we are four members away from the member goal. Do me a favor and help us hit that member goal. And we also have more things to discuss and talk about today. So make sure you're here for it. We're currently discussing the Lord of the Rings MMO and the what it'll do to New World. It's the same studio that's working on New World. And in addition to that, in addition to that, there is also the possibility of New World coming to console, New World getting controller support, updating its engine. These are all things that we got, I got from uh, from Ginger Prime. Um, let's see here. Uh, Diablo 4. What did we name this? Um, uh, in Trouble Debrief. Okay. Okay. Change that. And where is Lilith's face? There it is. Okay. Okay. And let's do it at. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. New World Who? Yeah, sadly, New World... Why did that make me drop frames? That's never done that before. You guys are going to get a little... We're going to get a little hitch there uh, from from that. Um, little, little hitch. Little hitch. Okay. Get it. I'm just, I'm just trying to get stuff ready. Um... For uh, where we're, what we're gonna be, what we're gonna be doing next. You guys have a little, little bit of time still to hit the member goal, and then I owe you five. We have not missed that since November of last year. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, uh, what's today's date? The seventeenth. Today's the seventeenth. And there. Sorry, I'm I'm slightly distracted because I've got to click some things. There we go. May 24th, PlayStation Showcase. Yes, we will be covering it and co-streaming it. We will be covering and co-streaming that. Uh, so make sure that you are subbed and make sure you have noties turned on. Make sure you have the bells turned on. All of the things. player-based economy is always a turnoff says victor if you're going to have a player-based economy please still have some npcs where i can purchase and sell stuff that i i said before the game came out that the two biggest problems and challenges facing new world was the player-based economy and the pvp and those were the two things they had to spend the first three months babysitting and adjusting and tweaking i'm telling you you're you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind if you think you can just do that and like, oh, it'll all it'll all work itself out. You're talking about wrestling a bear. Do, doing player-based economies 
is just ridiculous. Yo, Seymour Butts is going to push us to 26 members. There it is. We never miss. And now we've rolled over, though. Anytime we roll over the 25, I still owe you 5. I may end up owing you 10. I'm going to give you guys about 15 minutes on that before I call it, and then I'll gift the members that I owe. I try to give you as much time as possible in order to hit those goals. Thank you so much for doing that, Seymour Butts. If you guys got gifted a member, you can be part of today's members-only debrief that we do at the end of the day. I think it's kind of sweet how many people want to make sure you know the latest info. They're trying to look out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think people are really excited. Yeah. Diablo 4 in trouble debrief? Yes. Yes. We have an upload today about Diablo 4 is in trouble. Uh, It's not looking good. Not looking good. And uh, I reacted to a good article from PC Gamer, and I include some of the commentary from people currently working on the title, and I include some of the concerns from people working on World of Warcraft and Blizzard. So that'll be our upload today, and then we'll debrief about it after the fact. If you guys haven't smashed the like button yet, do me a favor and do that. Help this video kind of kind of get back up on the horse, get us to 400 members. You gotta become a member. It's time to become a member. It's time for some of y'all to get involved. You're here every day of the week. You listen every single day. Five bucks for a whole month of extra content and access to the members-only Discord. You can even hang out with me on Friday night when my wife and I play some games together. And this Saturday night is the Star Wars Watch Party. Good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. Player-based economies always inherit real-world economic problems, just in a more potent way. (laughs) When's the beard coming off? I don't think you guys are going to hit it. We've we've we're we're maintaining now. We're not we're not uh, we're not blowing the doors off anymore. You currently have thirty four hundred members. You need four thousand for the beard to come off. So you need six hundred member jump, and I think that's going to be really really difficult. Uh, Creature thinks you guys are going to leave the beard intact. We have two hundred and seventy two VIPs, so that's exciting. That's all the people that can take part in the uh, in the weekly VIP unfiltered debrief wait wait is it a buy or no buy at this point in time I'm telling people to wait on Diablo I don't have a dude my confidence in that game has fallen very very far really far I am I am not confident in that game and I've got a video today about it I've got an upload I've got a premiere that we're going to be watching shortly. After Diablo Immortal, I think the franchise is doomed, says Cosmic Agony. I think it's even bigger than that. I don't think Diablo Immortal has anything to do with it. <laughs> PlayStation Showcase announced, we know we will be covering it. We will be co-streaming it next week when it happens. Yeah, something weird happening to ABK, Overwatch 2, PvE. Yeah, there's that too. There's that too. That's a show. I'm going to do a show on all that. I got I to gotta go tabulate, co- collate, and gather all that info because... There is a lot going on there, and uh, it certainly will—it uh, certainly will affect, I believe, uh, Diablo. Still over three thousand. Does that mean we keep the Just Dance stream? No, you guys got your Just Dance stream. Thirty-four hundred members says Zubair. You guys are never going to hit twenty-five hundred. You guys will never hit three thousand. You guys will never hit four thousand. We shall see, says Zubair. <laughs> Zuby, Zuby's got confidence. He's got confidence. The initial hype will fade quickly, says uh, CR Bruin. I don't know if they make it to first uh, season without a massive dip in players. Yeah, I'm about to look like a prophet with a, with an amazing batting average when Diablo 4 hits its first season. Just you wait. Just you wait. 
Yo, Perfect Storm Gaming jumps back in as a member. Thank you for renewing your membership. I picked up last epoch. In the meantime, I have been absolutely loving it. Weezy says, whenever you plan on doing the show, DM me. I'll get you the data and the information for the stream. Heavily invested in this, obviously. Yeah, 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 Weezy. I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up. Um. Mm-mm. Oh, Ellipse launched today. That game looked so good. Monthly Just Dance if we're over, if we are at 3K. Um, yeah, if you guys maintain 3K this month, I'll do another one next month. Sure, I, I'll, I'll stand, I'll stand to that. I think that's fair. But you have to maintain 3K going into June. Like, if we fall, if we fall out of 3K, I'm not doing it. Because, listen, that, that takes a lot. <laughs> listen, it takes a lot to do those Just Dance streams. So, you got it. you guys gotta maintain that 3K. <laughs> You gotta maintain it. Um, you need to put a big sign. We know about PlayStation announce a showcase on stream. Nah, people won't even look at it. They'll just come and type immediately. They won't even look at the screen. They're excited. It's okay. Let them be excited. It doesn't bother me. It does not bother me. When news breaks and people come and they're excited, it doesn't bother me. The other day, when people came in and they like wanted me to talk about it and change the show, that's not the same. Like, if you come here and you're excited, yeah, the showcase got announced. Cool, man. I'm right there with you. But if you come in and you're like, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you changing? Why aren't you doing a show about this? Man, go touch grass. I'll talk about that when I'm ready. Um, Cherry Coke Zero says, I don't understand why Amazon is so focused on the MMO market with their game development. Lord of the Rings as a brand is a hard sell in 2023, if you ask me. Well, I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all. Would you say the same thing about Harry Potter? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Harry Potter has amazing marketing pull. I'll admit that. And Lord of the Rings is shaky for some because of the TV show. But brother, a Lord of the Rings MMO would would pull, I think. Especially if you market it right. You put Amazon's marketing dollars behind it. Look at what they did with New World. Look at what they did with New World. They, they literally, they launched a brand new IP. And look at the success of New World. I... That you put Amazon's marketing dollars behind this, and it'll it'll be very very big, as far as popularity. Will it be successful? That's not what I'm saying. It'll be big. Yeah, I saw the Zelda sales numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after D3 suspected, it can only go downwards. Lonosis, profit of your game. <laughs> Game of Thrones MMO would be better. I mean, that's subjective. I mean, you can think that. That's you're allowed to have that opinion. I I think either would be great. I don't really have I don't really have that strong of a preference. New World appears to have continued development. There's a New World expansion trailer that's supposed to be coming soon. Ginger Prime thinks they're going to be at Summer Game Fest. I think it's a pretty good guess. I do. Is Amazon Games on Keeley's little image? Remember when Keeley put out his little image? Is Amazon on there? Let me go to his let me go to his uh let me go to his image here. Yeah, Amazon Games is the second at the top, right after Activision. So Amazon Games is gonna be there. I would uh Yeah. I would say I would say that could mean we're we're looking at a uh, we're we're looking at a 
at a trailer. Looking at a trailer, possibly. Lord of the Rings Online is getting a graphical update for next-gen consoles. Really? I think that's one of the major things standing in the way of the Lord of the Rings Online doing well. I think one of the biggest barriers for it is that it looks like an old MMO. It looks like classic WoW. Do you know what I mean? You remember the, the hype for Rings of Power before the first episode? The viewership for that show, at least in its first episode, was very strong. Now, as the show went on, it dipped and then it came back up and then it dipped and then it came back up. I think a lot of people were exaggerating, like, oh, the good, the show bombed. I think people were having a hard time coming to grips with the fact that the show actually did well. I mean, you don't have to like it, but I think it pulled better than a lot of people said. I think people were cherry picking because they were angry and they wanted to try to, like, make the show look like a failure. I had my own gripes, but I thought the show was fine. I thought it was significantly better than I expected. I thought it was going to be terrible. House of Dragon MMO would make huge waves. Lord of the Rings getting ripples. (laughs) I think you underestimate Lord of the Rings. I really do. I think you do. If the melee combat isn't good, I'm not touching it. I think that's one of the reasons Chrono Odyssey got everybody's attention because the combat just looked so good for an MMO. It looked like a Souls game. It, it looked like a really, really good action-adventure game. It didn't look like your traditional slow-plotting MMO. It looked intense. It looked very good in the moment-to-moment. Hear me out. You announced New World Console at the showcase, and then you announced the new expansion at Summer Games Fest. What showcase? Oh! PlayStation Showcase. Hmm. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't necessarily see that. I don't know if Amazon and PlayStation... Although, Amazon, if you're going to announce a console launch, you'd want to announce it on the console that has an insane number of more consoles in circulation because New World will definitely be a next-gen-only console port when they bring it. I can't see that running on old-gen... It had its own issues on PCs with optimization and running well. I mean, getting that thing to run on an old gen would be impossible. I'm not looking for good for an MMO. I want straight up good. Xbox Showcase? I would be more inclined to think Amazon and Microsoft would do something together. I don't know why. That's just my gut. I don't have any reason to feel that. It's just like... If you're asking me who's going to get what, I would think they'd be a part of the Xbox showcase, you know? They're American companies. I just, there's just something there. But again, I could see Amazon saying, if we're going to launch on console, then we want to we want to be a part of PlayStation showcase. We want the we want the PlayStation audience. But I don't know. There, there's 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 part of my gut that just says, nah, they would do it with Xbox. That's who they would be. Not that I'm not saying they wouldn't put it on the PlayStation Five. I'm just saying Amazon would would be more inclined to do something with Xbox. Or again, I could see Amazon Games just doing everything through Jeff Keighley. His Summer Game Fest kickoff. I could see. I could see it. Amazon's been right. Amazon really likes working with Asian companies. I mean, if you look at what they're doing with Korean and Japanese companies, they definitely could be like, "Hey, Sony, uh, let's have a conversation." I could, I could certainly see that. I could certainly see that. You guys have four minutes if you want to hit the next member goal of fifty. You have four minutes if everybody wants to drop a big bomb. A twenty spot would put us right on the doorstep, or a bunch of little ones would get us there. We are, we will be, we'll be shifting gears shortly. 
to talking about Diablo 4 being in trouble. You got a little bit of time. I give you up until the very end. I will gift the five members that I owe you, but I do that after you've had the maximum amount of time to hit the milestones. Showcase is going to have first party, third party, and PSVR 2 announcements. Do they have an official blog post about it? Do they? I'd be, I'd, or, or is it just the tweet about the PlayStation Showcase? Diablo 4 adds to the theater only state at Xbox. Agreed. Chrono Odyssey Combat looks sick. New World DLC next to all the PS games will look tiny. Yo, what's good? Kicking in with Timmy B. Is there a new Lord of the Rings game? That's what today's show has been about. A Lord of the Rings MMO was announced by Amazon Games. It is not the one that was canceled. Uh, There was one that was canceled. That's not what this is. This is different. And this one is going to be built by Amazon Games Orange County, the same studio behind New World. We likely won't see it for five years, and I believe they're going to use New World as a lot of testing ground for updating the Azoth engine, bringing New World to console, adding controller support, because the Lord of the Rings MMO that was announced will be landing on PC and consoles. It will not just be a PC game. So, you won't see it till the end of the decade. I bet you we see it in five years. I do. I bet you we see it in, uh, in five years. Is that, that that's enough time to build it, and they're going to have a lot to glean from in uh, in New World. Definitely read the blog. We might have to change the debrief. You guys aren't going. I don't know if you guys are going to talk about Diablo or not. <laughs> we might have to change the debrief. You guys are all going to want to talk about that Dagum showcase. That could be good show prep for tomorrow because we're definitely going to have to talk about it tomorrow. Miss the show. Thank you for the info. Hey, if you guys enjoyed today, a great way to say thank you for the show is to smash the like button. We only need 40 of you to hit the like button that haven't hit it yet. That'll be 400 likes. That'll be a pretty good ratio. We definitely reached a little bit outside my typical wheelhouse today, and the turnout was great, and this video performed incredibly well for something that was a little... This wasn't like lead front page headline. This was a little more tenuous. Uh, We kind of made this one up thinking it would be a fun discussion given that I did spend a lot of time in New World when it came out and I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So so thank you guys for the support. Thank you for hitting the like button. I'm down for you to trash on Diablo 4. Yeah, so the video I've got is about... There's a lot of negative response to Diablo in the wake of the beta, and there's a lot of concern about Diablo when it launches. I'm trying to navigate a show with Oh No, It's Alex, where we will talk about this game. My opinion of the game and my hopes for it have been all but dashed on the rocks. I'm very concerned about this game, and uh, my confidence and my hope for it have have, have gone down significantly. Now, I'm going to gift the five members that I owe you in the premiere, I give you as long as possible to hit the milestones and to hit the and, and to hit the uh, the bonuses. So let's head over to this video. Make sure you're smashing the like on this video. Get this one to 400 likes. We only need 24 more. So give it a smash as we leave. Uh, especially you lurkers. And now let's head over to this Diablo video. When you get over there, smash the like button over there as well. We really need these premieres to start out strong. You guys over on Kick, you're going to have to head over and watch over on YouTube uh, Reforge Gaming. 
and make sure all of you that are heading over to this, I am going to redirect you or you can click the link in chat. You can click the link in chat or I'll redirect you. You can also, you can also just go to the featured video on my channel. All right. I'll see you over there. I'll be in chat. I'll gift the members. Then I'm going to debrief with members after this Diablo video. You're not going to want to miss it.